50 big people with spider powers, right? Now there is, yeah. But they're like, some of them are very related to Peter Parker. Like, like Silk. Silk is, was bitten by the same spider that Peter was. Does Silk exist in the same universe? Yeah, Peter as Peter Parker. Oh. But, there's also like, the spider princess lady. <gasps> And she's, like, unrelated, but, like, Spider-Man hangs out with her You sometime. mean Madame Web? Yeah. Right. She's, like, like from another dimension or something. Yeah, she's, like, mythical. Like she's not human. But also spider-related. Yeah. So that's yeah. why Spider-Man hangs out with her. Which is weird, because it makes it seem like Spider-Man is some chosen one bullshit. Yeah. And I think that that's what it is now. I guess so. That Peter Parker is the chosen one? Yeah. <laughs> the chosen Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> Dumb idea. That spider that bit him and then died chose him specifically. specifically. It was his destiny. Yeah, and he has a grand fate. Looked at his Tobey Maguire looking face and was yeah. like, "That's the guy." Yeah, I can feel it in my soul. Mm-hmm. He, I will bestow the powers of the spider. <laughs> Anything that a spider can. Yeah, yeah. I shall bestow on this the spider man. And like, has there? Always been a Spider-Man? Like in oh, like the Avatar? Yeah. Like, like in medieval ages. Mm-hmm. It was the Spider-Knight. And uh, all, like all over the world, maybe? Per country? Yeah, every country. There was that arc in Batman where every country had a Batman. Now, was it actually Bat? Or was it just like a vigilante? I mean, they were all Bat. They were all Bat themed. Was it They're like not they all, all ba- were they all different versions of Bruce Wayne? No. Oh, okay. There was, like, in England, there was a bat knight who, like, wore knight mm. armor, but also was bat-related. I don't remember what the African was. Batman it, like, a was. wacky one-off Halloween special? <laughs> was it, like, I can't believe this is canon kind it of was, thing? The arc, I only read a little bit of it. It was called Batman Incorporated. Oh, my God. And That's so good. It's actually, you know what? Now that I think about it. Bruce Wayne, this this um, billionaire capitalist, probably Playboy, Playboy would probably uh, go to incorporate his vigilantiness. That yeah. actually kind of does make sense. Yeah. But it was like, so so he went out and like funded other Batman mm. in other countries to. Oh my god! Can you imagine like Batman rigidly enforcing his copyright? Yeah. Like other vigilantes using bat-related things. And mm-hmm. he's like, uh, actually? And mm-hmm. he just like slides it across. He sues. He brings <laughs> the other bat people to court. It's like, I own... It takes up all of Alfred's time. Yeah. We have to get Batman to market because they're going to take us... If, if we don't get there first, you know in this business, being first is everything. That's right. First mover syndrome. Isn't that a bad thing? I don't know. You want to be the second movie. I've been watching a lot of Dragon's Den. 
Dragonfin? Dragon's Den. Oh. And Shark Tank. So now you're a business... Uh, yeah, now I know everything yeah. about business. Business expert. Real business boy. Real business... Yeah, real big business boy. I know there's something... What did, Dra- what did Dragon's Den teach you? Now that I know what equity is. Yeah. I know what equity is now. You know one more thing than me about yeah. business. I don't even know what the word equity means. How much equity do you have? Zero. I don't have... Well, I guess, like... I have ten equity. Nice. Actually. But I watched Strangers on a Train Ooh. the other day. Now, what is Strangers on a Train? Train? Strangers on a Train is the Hitchcock movie Mm. from The Office. Sure. Um, That's that's Hitchcockian times. It's based on a mystery novel, but it's, Mm -hmm. like, very loosely based only. Mm-hmm. About strangers who meet on a train, and one of them decides that he's thought of the perfect murder. He doesn't like his dad. He wants his dad dead, out of the picture. Mm-hmm. And the other guy wants his wife dead. Mm-hmm. So he's like, the perfect murder is that you get eliminate motive entirely. We kill each other. Yes, we kill each other's murders. Yeah. Crisscross, crisscross. And, and we the met other on guy, this train, so it's not like... We have a relationship. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other guy is just like, okay, wh- whatever. Interesting hypothetical. And then, and the first guy is a lunatic. And he mm. thinks that like, oh, so we have an understanding. And he like kills this other guy's ex-wife. And the other guy's like, oh, fuck, what are you doing? And he's like pressuring him to like, now you gotta kill my dad. Yeah, kill exactly. my dad, kill my dad. And he's like, he's got all this like, he's the one who killed the, the uh, woman, the, the ex-wife. So he's like, Kill my dad or I'll frame you for her murder. Mm-hmm. And you're the one with all the motive, so it'll definitely get pinned on you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't do it. And it's pretty good. Has the usual Hitchcockian suspense. <laughs> where we know something that the audience does not. And scenes go on for a very you long time. You mean we know something the characters do not. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yes. Dramatic irony? I guess so. I believe that is dramatic irony. Yeah. Anyways. There's a tennis match that's very tense. Yes. <laughs> This I love a tense tennis match. Yeah. My favorite kind of, of tense so uh, sports the, activity. The character has to like get to this place before someone else gets to this place, but he has to finish this tennis match he's playing because he can't let the police know that he's like stressed or whatever. He has to right. act normal and his normal routine because he's like a pro tennis player. It would be super weird if he missed this. Mm. So he's just like, I just got to finish this game. I just got to win really fast and then I can... Run off, and so the I mean, his ex-wife did just die. Like he could be. That, that was my thought exactly. I was like, he doesn't have to act perfectly normal. Yeah, like, he's gonna be in a, in a weird space. Yeah. Even if like his cousin got murdered, he would probably weird. be like yeah. his cousin. He wasn't very close with. Just death freaks people out. Yeah, yeah, like. It didn't. It was really weird. But come on, Hitchcock. (laughs) Come on, yeah, amateur. Um, but it was like so close to winning. Oh god! And every time the other guy would get a point, we were like more frustrated than the characters. Even it was just like it was almost comical. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was the intention. And a lot of really great shots Mm -hmm. that were like. I can't believe that someone did that at that period of time. Mm -hmm. I understand why he was. Five is the master. What was his cameo? He was getting onto the train as the first guy was getting off Whoa. on his stop, and he was carrying a big uh, uh, upright bass. 
<laughs> it was really funny, actually. That's that's pretty good. He's this big fat man with his upright face. Yeah. Case. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Michael and I watched Throw Mama from the Train, which is the semi-remake of Strangers on a Train from the 80s, starring Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito. Oh, okay. It's very good. It's about a creative writer who um, has a class. What is it called? Throw Mama from the Train. Throw Mama from the Train. Okay. Yeah. It's about Danny DeVito, who's this like really sad little man who, who lives with his mother, who's this horrible bitch. Um... Uh, and he wants his mother dead. Mm-hmm. And the the um, he's taking this creative writing class. And the the teacher Billy Crystal, who's also a writer and who's been has writer's block, he's trying to explain to him how a mystery novel works and why his mystery novel that he turned in for the class is so bad because mm-hmm. it was three pages long and there was only two characters and one of the characters was the one that was murdered. So we know immediately who the other is. Right, yeah. And he's talking about like, learn from the masters, go go watch Hitchcock or something. And then so he goes and watches Strangers on a Train and he's like, oh, I know what he was trying to tell me. I got to murder his ex-wife so that he can murder my mom. And Because it turns out he does hate his ex-wife. Right, and he yeah. vocally talks about how much he hates her and wishes she was dead all right, the time. Yeah. So it's not completely out of left field. Sure, it's yeah. just like, uh-oh, he's so, this crazy guy. But it's pretty, it's pretty amusing. How many movies can you name that have train in the title? Um, train spotting. Right. Train spotting. Throw mama from the train. Train. Two trains and a baby. Train to That's Busan. Oh, Train to Busan. Uh, planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh-huh. I don't know why this is what I was thinking, but I was just like, what kind You're of... You're getting a lot more than me. I yeah. can't think of any. Uh, Snowpiercer. No, that doesn't have no, Yeah, I also was thinking Snowpiercer, <laughs> but it doesn't have... Yeah, like, there's a lot of movies that take place on trains, like... Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Meet Me in St. Louis, but no. Like, um, a bunch of people got murdered. Who's the murderer? Murdered on the Orient Express. There you go. But that's not called On the train. Orient Express train. <laughs> yeah, or or um, uh, Christmas train. Go to go to meet Santa. Yep. Christmas train to Santa. The Polar Santa Express. That's it. The Polar Train Express yeah. Santa. I do wish Throw Mama from the Train to place on a train more. Right, time. yeah. They were only on train for the very end. While you were describing Throw Mama from a Train, and you were like, this guy who takes creative writing class... I immediately imagined the creative writing class took place on a train. <laughs> so for whatever reason, Billy Crystal is teaching a creative writing class on a old train. Yeah. And it's it, like, is it moving? Or it's is it moving. Just it's oh, okay. moving, yeah. And so, yeah, they're going, you know, they're going out east, but mm-hmm. learning creative writing while they, while they learn to write stories. Mm-hmm. And he just wants him to throw his mama from the train. Throw please. mama from the train. Would you please? Actually, Vertigo is complete nonsense. Have you seen Vertigo? No, I it's so stupid. It's one of those plots where, like, if you rewatch it, you're like, that makes no fucking sense. When a character, like, has a surprise reveal, like, haha, I was the one behind it all along. And you're like, but if we go back and rewatch it, it was pure coincidence that yeah. they happened to drop their lighter at that moment and then that car swerved that way. Like, you couldn't have been the mastermind behind any of that coincidental bullshit. Yeah. And we're supposed to just take it for granted that, yeah. I think twists are just kind of dumb in general. Like, when you're leading up to a twist, twists... Twists are only fun if... if Twists are... are... kick. They are really good, but if you do it 
too much, it's like it will ruin everything, right? If you only eat cake. Yeah, yeah. It's like too much of a good thing can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are always trying to just throw throw twists in without without like doing any crafting of the rest of it. Mm. But twists, by their very nature, affect all the rest of your mm-hmm. movie. So if they are like uh, in Frozen, for instance, like oh, it's a twist that now the, what is Frozen? Frozen is the Disney movie. I don't recall Frozen Ice Queen. Ah. Uh, oh, the, the movie Let It Go. Let It Go. You might remember, yes. Sorry, um, that was, I don't think that was a very good joke. <laughs> it's like, who wouldn't have heard of Frozen, the biggest movie ever? It was like, yeah, whatever. Um, like like the idea that um, the, the, what's his name, Hans, Hans the prince is actually, is actually evil, actually the, whole evil time. the whole time. But, but that means why? there's no reason for him to keep it up Yeah. if no one else can see him. So why would he gaze adoringly at her, mm-hmm. thinking, I'm going to murder the shit out of her? Mm-hmm. But no, his facial expression is clearly reading, I love her, and yeah. sincerely, and I want to marry her. Welcome <laughs> to Fan Fiction Writer's Room. I'm your editing manager, Spencer Suarez. And I'm your editing manager. Nope. Nope. I'm your managing editor, Liz Cernick. Here on Fan Fiction Writer's Room, we take characters submitted by you. And weave them into a masterpiece in the way all great stories were meant to be told. By amateurs on the internet. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, submit them to ffwrshow at gmail.com. I was thinking. Yeah. Just so, thinking about Frozen. Just think about Frozen. Like, as I, I think do. about Frozen just like every day for a little, a couple minutes every day. If you say Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. people be thinking about the Disney. Yeah. If you say Peter Pan, people be thinking about the Disney. That's right. If you say if Pinocchio, you say Robin Hood, people pretend they're not thinking about the Disney. But they but thinking they about think the about that. They're thinking about that fox. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen with Rapunzel and the Ice Queen. I don't think Frozen and Tangled have usurped the original stories. Yeah, well, they're too unique. They're not. Yeah, really they kind of do their own thing the with plain them. Old, yeah, and the plain old fairy tale. Plain old fairy tale. Also, they're not called. Yeah, Rapunzel I think that's actually a really important yeah, part of it. Yeah, I think that makes a big difference. It's pretty weird that Rapunzel's not called Rapunzel. I can understand the Ice Queen not being called the Ice Queen because it's so different. Yeah. But Rapunzel really is just the story of Rapunzel. You know why they called it that? Because it was supposed to be a parody. No. Originally, it's because... but then Shrek came out and they were like, well, "No." What Shrek are you talking about, like... Tangled? Yeah, I'm talking about Tangled. Well, because Tangled was in pre-production hell for years and years. Sure, and years, yeah. And it was supposed to be a fairy tale parody called Rapunzel Unbraided. But also, Brave came out and did really bad. And they were like, oh no, girls aren't going to make gonna see this movie. Let's make it about the, the, the prince guy. instead. Oh, so literally trying to downplay the fact yeah. that Rapunzel is... So that's why he's the, the narrator in the film. Oh. That's why they, they called it Tangled instead of Rapunzel, because it's less girly. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It's so weird how marketers think that like there's this, this secret formula mm-hmm. that you can crack. Instead of just like, Brave wasn't great. Like, it's not yeah. that trick. Or like... People just maybe there was a bigger movie in theaters at the time. Yeah, like it is. It's it's that thing where people love simplicities. People yeah. love just like this is popular right now. Let's do that. Yeah, 
the idea that there's a formula mm-hmm. that you can just follow and that's how it'll work. And sure, there are like good movies that don't make billions of dollars, mm-hmm. but also like marketing and it's all important. It's not just like this movie is not popular because it's for girls. Yeah. Like, what are what what are the movies out now that I'm so surprised keep making money? I mean, all of, all of DC's canon, honestly. Sure. All of DC's movies. Well, I'm so surprised by how much money they make. Here's one. They make so much money. <laughs> I'm really surprised that Avengers Infinity War made that much money. Because it's like, it doesn't feel like it's a movie for everyone. Like, yeah. my mom saw it, and she was like, why was Steve Rogers mean and sad? Oh, she had she not seen Civil War? I mean, she probably had. I, imagine, <laughs> I barely remembered it. I though, imagine yeah. <laughs> she saw it, but like, she's not there, like reading articles about like what's <laughs> happening in the yeah. Marvel extended. It's like she probably saw it, and like, if I was like, "Oh, remember the he left and did his own thing," and it was like, she would be like, "Oh yeah," but like that movie came out like what three years before Infinity War, two yeah. years. It's like. Unless you're, there's so much stuff that like it. It felt like it was for the the crazies, <laughs> the 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 super fans, right? And but it's like you answered your own question on a previous episode of our podcast. I just happened to be re-listening to some of them. Okay. Um, it's just not that deep. Mm. Like, why is Steve Rogers so sad? That's true. Uh, they because were mad at each other because they were mad at each other. Yeah. Him and Iron Man got mad at each other. That's oh, actually right. super true. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah, because like the movie tells us that it's like Hulk lands and he's like, "Let's call the Avengers." And Iron Man's like, "We're mad at each other right now. We broke up." <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like okay, that's, that's all we need to know. That's actually very true. All right, you're right. The Marvel movies ain't that deep though, but they're at least enjoyable. Yeah, as opposed to. Uh... DC's movies. Yeah. I've only seen Wonder Woman. I haven't seen Suicide Squad. I haven't seen... I saw... Batman v Superman. I saw Batman v Superman. Oh, I actually, I did see Batman v Superman. I enjoyed myself immensely because Oops. I was laughing. Yeah. Because it was really bad. I've, I've... And so I was seeing it in theaters at the same okay. time and thinking, how is this movie making so much money? And then realizing, oh, fuck, I bought a ticket to this, didn't I? Yeah. This is why everyone just goes to see this movie, regardless of goodness or badness. But also, like, Wonder Woman made way more money, and that one was very good. Are you sure about that? Yeah, it did. did it? Oh, okay. it, it's actually, it made more money than Justice League and Batman v Superman by so, a huge margin. So there is some logic to the universe. Yeah. We're not just swirling in a sea of chaos at no, all yeah. times. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, they, they thought that Batman v Superman was going to do huge money, right. and it did, like, it, it did fine. It did it good. Profited. It did good, yes. But, like, Wonder Woman made mm-hmm. huge, huge money. It's made way more money than any of those dang movies. I started watching Suicide Squad, and I couldn't finish. Yeah. Michael, showed, Michael started showing me Suicide Squad specifically for, like, watch how bad this is. Mm-hmm. And then we'll skip forward, watch how bad this is. And I was like, how? Mm-hmm. How is it so bad? And the only answer is just production hell, that they had yeah. to cobble together bullshit from... From nothing, from mm-hmm. scraps on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Oh my god, Aquaman looks so bad. 
but I love it. I really want to see it. I want to see it on Netflix with oh, with, okay. a, with a friend. Although maybe it would be fun to watch in theaters I was gonna say, too. I will see it in theaters like, with you, especially when it's such big budget yeah. bad movies. Oh man, and it's so good. What's his face? Aquaman. He's so pretty. He's pretty, and he's also like, I don't know. I like he his doesn't design even have for Aquaman. I, he doesn't even have great screen presence. He's just I, there's something about that actor. I just like him. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know what it is. It it does feel like he's just he's so wasted in this Aquaman franchise. Sure, yeah. Like you have gold. Oh, he's uh, Jason Momoa. It's so pretty. Jason Momoa. Yeah. And they're just like. I don't know. Right for charisma. Movies are crazy. Movies are crazy. Let's go move to Hollywood. Uh huh. And become screenwriters. Uh huh. And get lots of money. Mm hmm. And then we get to meet Jason Momoa. Yeah. Become and his then best friend. And then he'll give us piggybacks. That's all I ever wanted. Yeah. And then I can cross that off my bucket list. Mm hmm. Get piggybacks from my best friend, Jason Momoa. Do you think Warner Brothers is just bad? Because, like, it's not just the DC movies. Like evil. No, I mean, like, think about... Yes, they're evil. <laughs> yes, they're evil. The Hobbit movies, which I also didn't see, uh-huh. were apparently bad. The <laughs> Fantastic bad. Beast movies... Also very bad. Bad. The uh, superhero DC movies. They're, uh, like, DC is just kind of... I mean, Warner Brothers is just kind of... They're swinging in. Yeah, yeah. they keep swinging, and God bless their hearts. Part of it is part of it feels also uh, not just incompetence, but that there's too much ambition, too much expectations. Yeah, everything they make has to be a franchise. It has to be like the biggest franchise, mm-hmm. and everything is made to be that way, whether or not it suits it. It's yeah, like, chill, guys. Just and it's a, a little bit of everyone's doing that. Where like mm-hmm. there's going to be the Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, and there's going to be... Is that going to be an ongoing thing? Yeah, like Venom is going to hang out... Oh, I forgot about the Venom thing. I thought you were talking about Into the spider No, it's like spy- Venom, Craven the Hunter is getting his own movie. <laughs> uh, and Craven's whole deal is hunting Spider-Man. Right? Uh, How is that going to work? Mobius the Vampire? <gasps> oh my god! I, I love him because he was in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Okay, I had no idea who Mobius the He was the in it for like was. two episodes okay. only. But, and he had a pig nose like a, like a darling, spider. Darling, darling. He's going to be played by the Joker. By, what's his Jared face? Leto? Jared Leto? Jared no! going to play him. No! Why would you do this to me? Why would you dangle beautiful gold in front of me and pull it away? Um, He can't be... Oh. You know who would have made a really great Mobius the Vampire? Whom? Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Okay. There's like one there's one role in the world that he would like, legitimately would be have actually been suit, good. and it's that guy. That's funny. It even has a terrible Eastern accent mm-hmm. in the cartoon, anyways. Um, but it was uh, Felicia Hardy. Oh, she, and they're making was, a Felicia Hardy movie as well. Are they making a Black Cat movie? It's a or black... a Felicia Hardy movie. It's a black cat and someone else. It's a team up movie, oh. but it's it's black cat and another character whom I can't remember who. It's not Daredevil. No, because Daredevil is not a Spider Man character. It's a right. Marvel. It's its own series of Marvel owns them right now. I wonder now. if it's gonna be like Gargoyle. Maybe. Or Kingpin. Maybe. Even Marvel Fox kind of tried 
And I, I, I didn't see Deadpool 2, but, like, they expanded it, right? They was like, look at all your friends, all the other characters that Deadpool can hang out with. Yeah? Kind they of. They did, like, the X-Factor thing. Oh, yeah, that's the right. Trailer. I forgot. He did get sort of more of a team. Yeah. Did you ever see it, Deadpool no. 2? No. I haven't was, seen any that of was the sort Deadpools. Of, that was sort of a joke. It oh, was, was it they not all like... die instantly. Oh, really? Yeah, they okay. die immediately. Oh. Which was kind of the joke of why they were such big names as well. Like, who were the characters? Um, Basically, everyone you saw in that trailer, other than Domino, the girl with the white part of her eye. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, they all die immediately. Wow. They jump from a plane and they... Their, their wind, parachutes wind picks up and their parachutes blow them in. And oh they all die God. in various other different ways. That's, I mean... There's a pretty good gag where there's an invisible member of their team, and he gets electrocuted. And because he's being electrocuted, you can see his face, mm-hmm. and it's Brad Pitt. Oh, <laughs> and that's then he dies immediately. Cute. <laughs> that's cute. Um, alright. I don't know, man. But then he does have some friends that join him in the end, for the end battle. Hey, am I wrong in thinking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just in general... Very wrong. I mean, yes. I am wrong. (laughs) Go on. But, like, just as a rule, I think meta fiction is, like, the worst. It's just lame. Like, the idea that, like, this is a movie about movies is, like, okay, like, what? Like, it's, (laughs) like, okay, let me try and make an actual point here. The idea that you are writing a book about books is far less interesting to me than writing a book about people or about politics or about history. Like, you are keeping your circle as tiny as possible. But you're also then giving the people what they want. Because the kind of people who are going to read books are going to care a lot about books. So the fact that a book tells you... This thing you care about a lot is really important. And also, you're really smart and cool for thinking that it's important. It's yeah, so... It's so... It, it's, a, it's a snake eating its own tail, isn't it? Yeah. In a good way. Is that a bad thing, a snake eating its own um, tail? It's indulgent. I think people... Yeah, it's indulgent. So that's not a bad thing on its own, but it can be. It's not a good thing on its own either. Okay. It's a so, neutral thing. Yeah. It's just a thing. It's a I thing. Think. Yeah, so... That's kind of why I haven't seen any of those Deadpool movies. Because it's like... You hey, should. You'd enjoy them, I in, think. Instead of making a superhero movie about how superhero movies are dumb, how about just make a good superhero movie? And See, I, that's what's nice about Deadpool, is that they are actually just... Yeah, and I bet movies. they are a good But also movies. when he lands and he hits his knee on the ground, he goes, fuck! Like, when landing in that superhero pose would hurt a lot. Yeah, but and like, it's just a cute little extra But also, thing. like... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a jerk. I'll, I'll, I'll watch those movies. I'm sure they're But there's on also, Netflix. like, cool moments yeah. of him be doing heroics. My dad liked the, that movie, so... <laughs> I liked the second one more than the first one. My mom didn't like it. My mom <laughs> thought it was dumb. But my dad liked it, so maybe I'll like it. <laughs> I've fallen in love with a peanut butter. With a peanut butter? I, one peanut butter. I found... there At the store, uh-huh. there was a peanut butter... Oh. And I was like, this is a new peanut butter. I haven't seen this peanut butter before. Is it a wacky brand? It's called... I don't actually remember what it's called. But yeah, yeah it's a different brand than my normal peanut butter. So it's like... It's I, not Kraft? It's not Kraft. It's not Jif. Definitely not Skippy. It's not Skippy. 
So I was like, I'm, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. And I brought it home. And man, it's so good. I was just... Do you do you spoonful peanut butter into your mouth? Sometimes. Because I love to spoonful peanut butter into my mouth. And I I I bought they they had two sizes, the little size and the big uh-huh. size. And I was just spoonful in the little one <laughs> into my mouth. Oh, and no. I I went back to the store and bought the big one and then finished spoonfulling oh my the God, little that's one. So many that's so much peanut butter. And now I have the big one for, for sandwiches and for Is it um natural peanut butter? Yes. Is it the kind that you have to keep in the fridge? That stuff's pretty good because it tastes really peanutty. Yeah. And once you're used to it, it the other stuff tastes kind of weird because mm-hmm. it's so sweet and so salty and so plasticky. It's natural peanut butter. I was looking all over the, the packaging like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to keep this in the fridge, right? Yeah. And I looked all over the packaging. doesn't say you have to keep it in the fridge. Oh. I put it in the fridge, mm-hmm. took it out of the fridge. I found it was too... Gelatinous. It was too. It was too packed in together. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna try keeping it in the cupboard. I kept it in the cupboard. Interesting. I took it out. It was perfect. So I think it's okay to keep out. Maybe. I mean, because mine for sure says okay. Keep in the fridge. Keep it in the fridge. Yeah. It does get a little bit hard Mm -hmm. if you stir it up, and it separates. Okay. Yeah. You gotta get that oil in there. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah. Uh, it's, I believe it's a local peanut butter. Oh. It says West Coast. Local farmers. Best roast on it. Which is pretty cute. West Coast, best coast. No, best roast. West Coast, best roast. Because they roast the peanuts. That's right. Um. And they roast the East Coast farmers. Yeah. With their With their good burns. Yeah. Yeah. Burn them good. And, yeah, so I love this peanut butter. And it's my favorite peanut butter. That's great. I'm really happy for you. Mm-hmm. It's too bad you don't know what it's called. Yeah. Look it up. Next time, bring it. Recommend some peanut butter. In. Yeah. We'll have Spencer recommends. Yeah. Neat things that Neat you... things that Spencer likes. Yeah. I've been going on my grocery... Speaking of groceries. Mm-hmm. I've been going on my, my Chinese grocer's adventures. Because mm-hmm. the nearest grocery store to my house is it's a Chinese grocery store yeah. called And it's pretty good. It's got, it's got the usual stuff. It's got milk and everything I need. <laughs> But, um, then I can also just go into, like, the random snack section and pick out some stuff at random. Yeah, they got some, some good snacks there. Find some random... I found some, this thing. It's in a Pringles container. Mm-hmm. And Cabley, I think. Okay. Cabley is the brand. But it's called Gorilla Corn. Gorilla which Corn. Which I found very amusing. Yeah, that's it's, cute. It's just, like, Cheeto puffy kind of things. Mm. They're very tasty. Mm-hmm. And they're barbecue flavor. And mm. they're apparently made out of corn, I, I imagine so. So I tried Much some like a potato ch- No, a corn chip. Yes. And it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I tried some tomato flavor chips. Not ketchup flavor chips. Tomato flavor chips. Now, realize that ketchup, for our, for our uh, international audience, ketchup flavor chips are a very popular Canadian uh, type of chip. Yeah, so to me, a ketchup chip is normal. Is a That's regular. Like the usual yeah. lineup of chips. You got your plain, you got Doritos, got some ketchup chips, salt and vinegar maybe. Yeah. Um, All dressed. That's also a weird one. That's a Canadian one, yeah. Like, oh, bizarre. Um, okay, so I. So, sorry. But what's Finish great here. is on the package, it just says tomato potato. Tomato potato, tomato potato good. as the package. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, I've been watching. Some Canadian television. Oh, yeah. And 
Best allergy. I've decided... I, maybe it's just an East Coast thing. I think white Canadians have jowls, like, as a thing. <laughs> I think... I couldn't be surprised, yeah. I've been watching Dragon's Den, which is a adaptation of a Japanese TV show. So, Americans know it as Shark Tank. Yeah, Shark Tank. It's like Shark Tank. Yeah, Shark Tank is a a rip-off of Dragon's Den. It has two of the dragons from uh, the Canadian Dragon's Den, Kevin and the other guy. He's in Shark Tank as well? Yeah, Kevin O'Leary's on Shark Tank. And... um, the guy with the brown the hair is uh, is was also from Dragon's Den, and look at him because he's got the thing I'm talking about, the Canadian jowls. The jowls. It's just like, like white Canadians just grow these big old jowls. So are you talking under the chin or yeah. on the side of no, the face? No, on the side of the face. Like dog style. They're like a dog, yeah. And then just sags so it just much. just sags. I don't know if it's our diet, <laughs> if it's just the, the maple syrup in the they air. They have a lot of skin, a lot yeah. of excess skin. It's just, it's very strange. Now, I have a lot of excess skin, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, and I am just waiting for the day when I get my... Canadian jowls. When I grow into my Canadian jowls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My grand- the rite of passage where you have to go into the mountains and just... Yeah, and you uh, meditate for three days and then you come come out and you have a dog face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what Canadian goes through. Yeah, you yeah. go into the Rockies and you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My, my you grandma... You off nothing on, uh, uh, on, except maple trees and salmon. Yeah, you have to eat the bark from the maple trees. You don't even get to eat the syrup. No. no. <laughs> my grandma has uh, droopy eyelids Ooh. to the point where it was obscuring her vision. So mm-hmm. she had to get plastic surgery to like tighten it up. Right okay. There. And when I'm when I'm when I just wake up in the morning, I also have droopy eyelids. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for the day when I also have to get surgery. whatever you call that Botox. I don't know. My grandma. I've been, I've been, my, my parents were like, Spencer, go hang out with your grandma on Thursdays. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right. You and grandma going to have a play date. So, so I've been doing that. And my grandma. As a regular thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's like, basically I run errands with her and, ah. um, yeah. So like make sure that she, you know, goes to the bank and, mm-hmm. uh, pays her bills and gets, uh, leg massages cause her legs are bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that circulation flowing. She uh, is a 97, 96-year-old boy, boy. Indian woman. She's very... Um, I would What's say, her first language? Uh, English. English. Yeah, yeah. She She's very much from the uh, colonized part of India. So uh, she spoke... I don't even know. She did speak like a... One of the many languages in India, mm. not even Hindi. It was one, uh, one of the the offshoots, but mm-hmm. like totally doesn't speak it anymore. Um, and so she there's a, a new Indian restaurant that Ooh. has opened up like ten minutes away from her house. Uh-huh. She used to cook like every week right. for herself. She's been cooking a little less and going to this Indian restaurant now. <laughs> but we went to Roy's. It's called Roy's. Uh, and 
sat down and she was saying, Spencer, I paid for four samosas the other day and they only gave me two. <laughs> Can you believe that? At this restaurant. At this restaurant. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? And then she she called them out on it. She was like, I, the, I was here the other day and, you know, I paid for four samosas and you only gave me two. And... The woman was like, no, I remember. You are you come in here all the time. I remember giving you four samosas. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, okay. But then, like, you know, after the woman had left, it was like, I should have fought harder. <laughs> and then she was like, do you have any Indian restaurants near your house? And I was like, yeah, yeah there's some Indian restaurants near my house. And she was like, could you bring me four samosas next time you come? <laughs> and then she... I don't trust this yeah, restaurant too. I'm not buying Provide. the samosas from here anymore <laughs> on principle and, oh, that's so funny. and i was like i mean yeah i could do that and then she thought about it a little more and she was like you know what bring eight samosas next time <laughs> you think she's gonna be like ah no that's silly whatever <laughs> it was an honest thing yeah. but then he's like no bring eight yeah yeah <laughs> so oh my god i'm picturing a little 97 year old woman being like salty about that yeah. i'm pretty sure it was four you know it was, we we walked, you know, the, the five-minute walk with her walker all the way over to the Indian restaurant, <laughs> and she was salty the whole time. It was great. Oh, boy. Would you like to write some fan fiction with me? Yes, I would. You want to take a break first? Yes. Let's take a little break, and we'll come back and write some fan fiction. I'm the great Harry Hope, I'm like a lycanthrope, I've had a hair in my soap, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yes. been revisiting Neon Genesis Evangelion? Because that's coming to Netflix. I mean, that's I, everybody's mind. I have not been revisiting it, but it's pretty fresh in my mind, surprisingly. I remember mm-hmm. quite a bit of the, the series. I've not seen any of the rebuild films, but I've seen the original series and End of Evangelion. Um, if you, if you're not aware, Neon Genesis Evangelion is like the biggest anime television slash movie franchise ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, it rivals like Star Wars in Japan and it's just, it's It's wacky philosophy and, and dive into, uh, depression and (laughs) sadness. It's very about depression, isn't it? Yeah, it's about mental illness and dealing Um, with trauma. But also cool robot fights. Yeah! Now, who do you ship in Neon Genesis Evangelion? See... Because you gotta. I Gotta ship everybody. I feel like a dirtbag because I'm a Ray Stan. Like, I... I love her. I, I want to save her. Yeah. I want to protect her and keep her safe from everything that's ever happened. Yep. But I know in my heart of heart that Shinji, who is like our, our uh, what do you call it, character, our Mary Sue, huh? like Kawaru, the, the boy, right. the boy with the silver hair, yeah. he, he's the true, the true love of, of Shinji. Right. I don't remember him. He so was only in one episode. He's only me. in one episode of the original series. And I don't remember him at all. But, like, Shinji's whole deal is, like, he, uh... He's sad. He's sad, and he doesn't relate to people. People and him, like, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 
And so that, of course, even though there are these two, you know, we have Benny and Veronica for him to fall for. Like, the whole time he's just, like, sad about it. And never makes a move on either of them and nothing ever happens. Except for when the boy with the silver hair comes in. Who turns out is an evil angel. Uh-oh, spoilers. But alert. before he becomes an evil angel, he, him and Shinji, like, really bond. And, like, Shinji finally meets someone who, like, he actually loves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, clearly, he is the, the correct choice. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for me, it's Ray. But the answer is Shinji and Ray. Shinji and Ray. I love him. Yeah. I, I me too. I love them. I just... Ray is the the kind of character that just they 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 get me. Mm-hmm. Just like a, a a girl who hates herself and and sacrifices herself for other people is mm-hmm. just like cares about herself too so little that she's willing to die for for her cause. Mm-hmm. It's like and then her, yeah. her arc of like slowly learning to hate the patriarch uh, Genji Gendo Gendo and and does she ever? Yeah, remember she she keeps Gendo's glasses. Yeah, because Gendo once sacrificed himself uh-huh. to save her, and it was like the one she loves him like a father. The one time that like anyone ever uh, did anything for her and she's like got all this self-loving mm-hmm. so like clearly she has like it's it's incredible that someone actually cared for her so she keeps his glasses but then Gendo has never really showed that affection again and then Shinji is now showing her that affection and Gendo's like an asshole bad guy guy so in the end of one episode she breaks the glasses because now she's oh, I don't she, remember that she's chosen Shinji over or over Gendo uh, which is has less to do with Shinji and Gendo and more to do with her yeah. growing as a human growing uh, as a as a person who has more love for herself huh. But who do you ship Pen Pen with? Mm. Is what's on everybody's mind. Pen Pen and Eva Zero, I think, are really like. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Now, the nice thing about Ray is that you can ship her with herself. Yes, it's true. Because you can have a Ray clone. Yeah. And another Ray clone. There's a word for that. Self cessed? So, Ray is, of course, spoiler. Is a clone of Shinji's mother, yeah. which makes it very fun when you're. The idea of shipping the two of them gets yeah. a bit a bit awkward. But you know what? She's her own person. Yeah, her own personality. Shinji's mother did not have blue hair, so. There you go. Mm-hmm. Brand new person. Brand new person. And we have a vat of rays. Because that can as much as she's a clone of Shinji's mother, she's also has Lilith in her. So that's why she's different. Is she? Yeah. Oh. That's why she... Be weird. She has some angel powers that are... Oh. Uh, that she can Pretty do without her Gendo. robot. Angels are the evil aliens that are attacking the Earth. Man, it's so... Like, if you haven't seen this show, I can't, like, sum it up for you. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. It's so complicated and stupid, but I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited to rewatch it I'm on Netflix. Glad, I'm glad that you can call it stupid. Oh, it's it's so dumb. I'm glad that you love it and can call it stupid. I know there's a lot of friends. It drives me bonkers when friends love. I don't know why it's this one movie in particular for me that just gets stuck in my brain. But Speed Racer. Oh, right. People that cannot admit that that's bad in a lot of ways. Sure, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's really bad. It's like a mess. It's it's such bad. a mess. It's so... But I have such a good time when I watch it. <laughs> it's so colorful yeah. and goofy. Mm-hmm. And it knows it's goofy. Yeah. But it's such a mess. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would say I don't even really care for Evangelion. It's just the fact that it's been so ever-present in my life mm. that I'm filled with so much nostalgia for it. Right, yeah. These characters have been everywhere. And I, like... It's one of those that was just, I was drawing fan art of the characters when I'd never seen an episode. Mm-hmm. So, like, and Ray especially, I love her design. So. Yeah. And the designs like, are fantastic. Yeah. The, the plug suits are so cool looking. It's mm-hmm. their cool outfits that they wear when they get into the robots to fight evil. That's right. Uh, and I love the bit where they put them on and they're too big yeah, and, and they press the button and it's, it's like, that's such a little it suctions thing. suctions onto their it body. It suctions onto their body, but it looks so cool when it does. It's yeah. just like, it's, yeah, it's one of those things where I think it's, I don't, I don't want to be as highfalutin to say it's important, but it's like, I think it is sort of important to acknowledge faults in things you like. Uh-huh. And you can acknowledge that something is garbage, but also has bits you like about it. Yeah, but also, and and on that same note, acknowledging why you like it, why it fills you with glee, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's not necessarily a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, why you enjoy candy is because it's full of sugar, and mm-hmm. sugar's super fucking bad for you. Yeah. And, like, the reason you enjoy... Law media is because it's got this great hero protagonist that you can be, yeah. who like is the best. And it's, you're it's like why like I, we were talking about that last time, even with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like it's great, and you're the best, and blah yeah. blah blah. The the first couple books are candy. It's just like you're the best guy ever, and you get to save the world. And that's fine. It's yeah, fun. it's fine. Uh, especially because it's children's books, and children's often need those kind of fantasies. Yeah, but even adults, like, yeah. just, I don't know, inspiration. Um, but, like, why I said, like, I feel like garbage for shipping, like, for loving Ray as much as I do <laughs> is because Ray is my exact, uh, I don't even know what to call it, like, problem, where mm. I... Definitely date people or <laughs> befriend people that I want to fix. Uh-huh. I'm a caretaker. Right. And it's like this huge problem where I will get into relationships where I don't actually care about the person. I just want to fix them uh-huh. because it's, I don't even know. It's I just yeah. a need of mine to... Uh-huh. to, to and, like, that's why it's a, it's me acknowledging that I have a problem, but still, like, because especially because it's a TV show where I can just indulge, uh-huh. it's like, yeah. But what if that was great and exactly a good thing of mine and, yeah. And it mm. all worked out great and everyone's mm. best friends. And then we all get to merge consciousnesses and go to the next level of existence, I think. Uh, <laughs> in 
some iterations. Now multiple universes where different things happen. Oh, I guess the, the rebuilds are, are different. Yeah. I, I haven't seen them once again. Mm-hmm. The idea of writing an Evangelion fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Do we want? So we could use one of the characters, but they have to save the world using their giant robot. Okay, but let's make it. Let's take the character mm-hmm. and the giant robot. Mm-hmm. Out of Evangelion. Okay. And put them in, like, the real world. What, I, what I'm suggesting put is, like... Jumanji. Is a coffee shop EU, but still oh. containing the giant robot. Okay. I want, like, like kind of Scott Pilgrim style, where it's, like, mm-hmm. it's essentially just a slice of life, but there are fantasy elements. And you have to get into your giant robot to fight the angel. Yeah. But also... Well, you have to get into your giant robot to serve coffee to your patrons or whatever. Whatever we decide is the uh, the the plot. Right. So I suggest we take Ray because we have a lot of feelings about Ray. Yes. So Ray Anayama. Ayanami. Ayanami. Sorry. Um, yeah. Basically, her whole deal is she's filled with self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Uh. She's self-sacrificing to a fault. Doesn't care about herself one bit. Um, thinks she's kind of garbage. And yeah, that's her whole deal. And has never thought about that as a flaw. Yeah, she doesn't just, even just, realize it's a flaw. Yeah. So where should we put her? And Eva Zero, her her giant cool robot. Giant cool robot. I mean, we could just do a Eva story that takes place in the Evangelion universe, but I I would like... What other characters do we have? That we've rolled? Yeah. Okay. Characters we've rolled this week are Alan Parrish from Jumanji. Jumanji. Robin Williams from Real Life. Real Life. Thank you, Andrew, for submitting those. Now, unfortunately... Some of these characters I did not write down who submitted them. So I'm sorry if you submitted these characters. Uh, Captain Underpants. I don't know who submitted Captain Underpants. Dayden? Dayden? Right. From the video game Off. Yeah. Submitted by Emily. Thank you, Emily. Polly D. Submitted by... (laughs) Polly D, of course, from the Jersey Shore. Submitted by Riley, Jammin, and Emily... And then Spider Jerusalem, submitted by Grayson Paddon. Thank you all for submitting. Um, do you want to do... Now, you were saying you know nothing about Jersey Shore. Yeah, I don't watch reality TV ever. I can't. I'm allergic. Basically, the whole thing is it's these five, six people. Mm-hmm. They live in a house. Yes, the house, I believe, is paid for as long as they all have jobs. Okay. They can't use any of the money that they make on the reality show. So they have to uh, keep those jobs to like pay for their you know, uh-huh. food and drinking or whatever. And they go partying every night and they, they uh, at least a little bit I watched, they were working at a t-shirt shop on the oh. Jersey Shore. So they were selling like... Novelty brand t-shirts that say, like, <laughs> who's your daddy? I don't know. Something, like, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of t-shirts that are, yeah. like, 
Uh, Wacky, just, funny. Yeah, quote-unquote funny. Like, they're funny if you... Like boob inspector. Yeah, if you... Yeah, FBI, federal <laughs> body inspector, that kind of thing. Um, and... Yeah, then they go partying every night and uh, it's drink where a lot. Snooky came from. Snooky, correct? Yes. Snooky, Polly D, the, the situation. Now that was his nickname. Yes, I mean they all sort of were these. None of, and none of them work as professional wrestlers. No. Surprising. Um, and Polly D is a boy. Yes. Uh, what I'm suggesting is, and we don't have to put her into Jersey Shore, but I guess we could because we rolled a Jersey Shore character. Mm-hmm. Let's put Ray into Jersey Shore. Yeah. So. Which was, of course, very topical. <laughs> I know that everyone is watching Jersey <laughs> Here Shore. in the year of 2018, I mean, Jersey Shore. We could do the more topical Terrace House, Terrace which I am House. more familiar with. I know that you've yeah. only seen one episode of Terrace House. And I had a hard time getting through it because... Because you're allergic to reality Because I'm allergic to reality TV. So, I I do like the idea of uh, Ray. And I guess it makes sense because she's Japanese. Yeah. Except they were in Hawaii? Some of the seasons they're in Japan though, right? Yeah, for sure. The episode begins. We'll have, um, what's a Japanese boy's name? Shinji. Okay. (laughs) Masturbating over top of... Uh, Ooh. No, that's not what Terrace House is about. <laughs> Fine. Oh, gross. Fine. How disgusting. Um. The, Kenji. Kenji? Kenji. That's a boy's name. Okay. So Kenji is sitting at the the table, the, mm-hmm. the kitchen table. Wait, do you know any of the names of the people on Terrace House? I do-ish. It's It's been a minute since I've watched it. Oh, okay. so I would say we could use them. I, I won't be able to pull. Okay. I mean, you know what, let's... Look it up. Using the magic of our brain. Suba. Uh, Subasa, sorry. Is, is the hockey player. And her and Shion... The a model are are sitting at um, a kitchen table mm-hmm. in the morning. It is it is eight a.m. Okay. Uh, they have woken up early because both of them work today. Boy. And because they're not allowed to use the proceeds from the reality show to live on, they have to keep jobs to stay in the house. And um, so Ray wakes up, and she goes downstairs, and she joins them. Mm-hmm. So Shion asks, uh, "What are you? Uh, hi, hey Ray, what what are you doing today?" Ray says, "Oh, I have to save the world with my kill some angels. Kill some angels with my robots. I mean, I'm always on standby. I don't know if any angels are attacking today." And Shion goes, "Oh, cool. I'm a. I have a modeling gig." <laughs> That's cool. Thanks for, you know, saving us and everything. Uh, oh. Yeah. No, no big deal. (laughs) Uh. Here's what I think would cause some drama. Yes. A new person being added to the house. Okay. But it's an angel. (laughs) So, Ray. I love this. I love this. A little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. They are. Conflict of interest. 
three stories tall. Yeah. So they had to build a new addition to the house mm-hmm. to accommodate them. Their name is Theramiseal. Do the angels have names? Yeah. They're never given names in the series, but then I was looking it up on the Wikipedia and they were like, so the third angel, Therusimbol. Yeah. What? Arabisabong. Like I'm gonna... crazy biblical names. Mm-hmm. You know, Arabisabong. <laughs> biblical name. So Ray's been living in the Terrace House for, let's say, two weeks now. Okay. Um, the rest of the Terrace House cast are, have been doing their things. A lot of them have previous relationships because Ray moved in uh-huh. uh, previously. So Xion and Subasa are, of course, my children. And they are starting, you know, they're, they're ooh, are they going to get together? Who knows? Ooh, ooh I don't know. Is she on a girl? Sorry? Is she on a girl? She owns a boy. She owns a boy. Subasa's a girl. Oh, I see. Subasa plays ice hockey, huh? and Shion is a uh, male model. He is half oh, English, I, thought, I believe. I thought Subasa was um, a hockey player who also is a model. No, yeah. Subasa is an a high ice hockey player. Okay. She went on Terrace House because she wants ice hockey to become more popular. Yeah. Uh, and Shion uh, is this. Uh, Really cute model. He's half white. Um, and the two of them fall in love and uh, will someday have beautiful children together. Mm-hmm. And Ramiel, uh, Ramiel, the, the fifth angel, moves in. Oh, boy. So Ramiel is, of course, a giant um, octahedron. Oh, so the, the triangle pyramid looking thing. Yeah, the blue triangle pyramid that shoots lasers. And transforms into weird, trippy... Um... Now, I kind of want it more terrifying than that. You want a more terrifying one. Can it have a giant floating eyeball in the middle of it? Uh, I mean, do you, I, do you want to use like a real angel or do you want... Oh, you make up one of Sahiquil, Sahaquil... Has a giant eyeball. Nice. This is Sahaquil. Oh, I like it. Uh, so yeah, like it's a terrifying eyeball creature. Big floating eyeball creature in the sky. And it moves in. Yes. Yes. To the house. So there's a knock on the door, mm-hmm. and then the door just opens because they they can enter, and Sahaquil brings in its its tiny luggage. Yes. It's it's comically small uh suitcase uh-huh. and it and it uh comes squeezes in squeezes itself through the door and they the Shion and Subasa are very polite and they say oh welcome welcome uh-huh. and Ray is very quiet uh and they say oh uh uh where are you from where and I do you think Saha Quill can speak English oh yes or Japanese I mean it sounds like Several voices speaking at once ah, yes. in your deepest, darkest thoughts. Yeah. doesn't speak with its mouth. It, it yes. transmits into your mind. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and, you do hear speech coming from it, though. Yeah. So it says, Hello. <laughs> I'm excited to be on Pearl's house. Ah, cool, cool. Um, so what have you been uh, doing occupying your time? I am here to destroy Earth and bring the the reign of Adam back. Cool, cool. Uh, uh, I play ice hockey. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm really like, you know, uh, ice hockey is not very popular in Japan. So I, I wanted to become, you know, more popular. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's great. And Ray just doesn't say a word, turns around and goes back Storms to her, her room. room. Yeah. Oh, sorry about her. You see, she she uh, hates angels. She, her job is to murder angels with uh-huh. her giant cool robot. Oh, that's a bit of a conflict of interest. <laughs> and so... It's Christmas. Yeah, okay. And uh, all of the, the cast of Terrace House are decorating a tree. Mm-hmm. And Saquil's out there. And, you know, shooting lasers that become ornaments and land nicely on the tree. Thank you, Saquil. Yeah. That looks beautiful. Oh, I just want to be part of this place. (laughs) And, like, Saquil and, uh, let's see. Saquil and Amy. Uh, are mm-hmm. having a bit of a bit of a. Oh, they've been getting, they, kind of, getting kind of flirty. Yeah, they've been going. Up, they've been hanging out a lot. They they went skiing the other day, uh-huh. and uh, it's like, ooh, maybe they're they're gonna uh, get together. Mm-hmm. And then Ray uh, exits. I mean, Ray comes outside to join everyone. Right. And uh, Subasa says, "Oh, hi, Ray. Uh, how are you?" Uh, I'm fine. Uh, how's the uh, giant robot business? I mean, it's, it's difficult as usual. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta kill a bunch of angels trying to destroy mankind. Uh, see ya. <laughs> Does she have to go getting her robot? Sure. To defeat. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, my brain. What? What do you? What do you want? I don't know what I want. Right now, we've set up that Saquil and has become a part of the household. Mm-hmm. Ray was currently was part of a household, but now feels distant because they've all made friends with Saquil. Right. She obviously has been destroying angels every now and then. Probably mm-hmm. destroyed the past couple angels. Yeah. Uh, and Saquil's, you know. Is what the seventh angel? So mm-hmm. she's maybe defeated four of them, yeah. and you know he's coming up. It's got to be they got to fight sooner or later. Mm. But maybe okay. Shion is very emotionally uh, mature, uh-huh. and Shion. Gets Ray and Saquiel to sit down and talk to each other. Okay, uh, let's have some um, to directly to the camera confessionals. That doesn't happen in Terrace House. Doesn't happen in Terrace House. No. What kind of reality show even is this? That doesn't happen. See, you, I think, would like Terrace House. I've watched it. It's stupid. It's not stupid. They're just a bunch of actors pretending to be friends. They're all bad actors. They're not actors. They are though, but they're acting. They walk into a room and they're like, oh, hey, all of my friends. They They definitely haven't done this take five times. This is You're so... It's so stupid. You're wrong. It's great. It's so good. No, reality TV is bad and dumb. It's so good. (laughs) Okay. 
How are we supposed to make it look like a reality TV if no one does confessionals? They just okay, so we cut to the the um, commentators. Oh, the, the room of of uh, right. There's just people talking about yeah, it. Yeah, they're like famous comedians and actors oh. and musicians, and they uh, uh, yeah talk about what's happening and like make fun of the the cast. Ooh. And so you know, one of the comedians is like, "Man, that Ray, she's just got to stick up her butt." Mm-hmm. And then the the one of the actresses is like, "I like her. She's so pretty." Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I feel like it's it's too hard to write there because uh, they just make fun of everything and talk uh-huh. about the drama that's happening. So yeah, I guess they're just like, yeah, I wonder if Sequel and Ray are ever going to get along. They're just, I don't know if it's uh-huh. going to work. One of the one of the actors goes. I mean, to be fair, Sequel is trying to bring about the destruction of mankind. So I mean, maybe Ray has a bit of a point, but like. You're not always going to agree with everyone in your life. Sometimes you just have to, you know, get along with people that have a difference of opinion. Yeah. You want mankind to continue for the next couple millennia if they want the Earth to be destroyed in the third impact to make room for Adam and his angels. Yeah, I hate choosing sides when my friends have arguments. Like, I can't... Yeah, you know, why do we have to bring politics into it all the time? Yeah. So we cut back to, so Xion has got Ray and Sequel to sit down with each other. Mm-hmm. And Ray... So, so okay, so Xion says, I feel like there's a bit of tension in the house right now. And I feel like some people maybe have some things that they'd like to get off their chest. Why don't you like me? It's hard to be Ray because she's so quiet. Yeah. Just say Her as little thing as is possible. Not speaking. <laughs> say as much as possible with as little as possible. Okay. It's very easy, trust me. Okay. You're an angel. And you're never a product and then, oh, of a- Everyone in the room kind of goes, ooh, that's a bit racist. Yeah. Mm. And you're a clone of Lilith. Like, but. You don't see me <laughs> being cold during dinner. Well, I had to. Three of my best friends got their faces ripped off by angels in the sky. And for me, that is anecdotal. <laughs> you see, just because. An angel killed your friends doesn't mean that I will kill your friends. Are you planning to kill all my friends, though? Yes! <laughs> I'm an angel! <laughs> it's blood of we But you don't have to make a thing about it. <laughs> um, I just feel like I don't... I want... The alarm... Oh no! ...goes off. An angel is attacking New Tokyo. You gotta... Suit up, team! Team? Uh, Yeah, that's what she says. 
<laughs> she almost like, uh, I mean, I could look pretty in front of it. Yeah. We're mostly going to go into a bunker, though, so. I gotta go fight these angels! Wow, she just got excited. Yeah. Uh, She's got the bloodlust. Ray goes into Eva Zero. Wait, Asuka and Shinji break through the skylight into the house. And <laughs> yeah. They're like, the alarm! Let's go, team! And then Ray jumps up and goes, that's right! Evangelion's ho! And they all put their hands yeah. in the middle and then go, ho, team! And then... Shinji raises up his hand and says, Power of sadness. And Asuka says, Power of ambition. Oh, Asuka, And then sorry. Rei goes, Power of dedication. And then they do cool Even transformation sequences. Where they become their giant robots. Yeah. Well, they become, they go into their plug suits and uh-huh. then... Enter into their giant robot. Yeah. And then, like, the, the giant robot arm goes on one at a time. Yeah. Sing! And the other arm, sing! And then the helmet r- lowers down. Ba-ba, 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 ba-ba. And then they do their cool pose. Uh. Sacriel goes. And then Shinji goes, let's go kick some angel butt! Sacriel. I love being here in my robot suit! <laughs> You know me, love to murder angels. Let's go save the day, team. Sequel goes, uh, I guess we'll talk later. Whatever. Whatever. And then everyone else in the room is like, oh, she's always like this. Yeah. Like, it's all work, no play. Mm-hmm. You know? And we cut to the commentators and they're like, wow, that was really rude of her. <laughs> she probably should have. Isn't that convenient? Yeah. A, lo- a giant angel attacking the city Right when the conversation is like getting a little bit tense, I would I wouldn't have left. I would have finished uh, mm-hmm. talking and then um, mm-hmm. like then work is gone. work. Yeah, what's more important, work or your relationships? Mm-hmm. We cut to right after they have defeated that angel, and that was mm-hmm. Angel Six. Yes, Sequel's next. Oh boy, and drama, drama. So Ray comes home. Comes home, just co- dripping in angel blood. Yeah, covered in skin from the angel. Mm-hmm. There's a wing on her arm. Yeah. Oh boy. Ugh. She takes that off. Sakewheel is just like, how was your day? Fine. I finally got to kill some angels, which is what I love to do. You know, you and I, we're not so different. You love murdering angels. I love murdering humanity. Oh. Oh, right. I was supposed to. Oh, yeah. like <laughs> I guess we do have something in common. Murder and bloodlust. Got it. That's right. Me, Ray Hainami. Yeah. Famous for my... Incredible bloodlust. If... Do you want to go get something to eat? I'd like that. So they go to... That bagel shop that you, die and Amy went to. Uh-huh. That had okay food, but then they were very awkward. You okay. all remember. Is it product placement? No. It should be. Is okay. it Dunkin' Donuts? It's not Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts. Sponsored by Dunkin'. 
You have a very different. <laughs> you have clearly not seen Terrace House. My starting oh, my lovely sorry. children. They go to the bubble tea shop. I mean, it's a bunch Sponsored of sponsored by boba. The, Come the, get the, your boba. The idea of boba. Yeah, just like the boba council. Okay. Sponsored by the boba council. I guess there's like a milk council. Why wouldn't there be a boba council? Yeah. Um. Don't forget to drink your boba. And the two of them, you know, they they hang out and they eat their sandwiches and they have an okay time. Not a great mm-hmm. time. Not, neither of them are going to be telling their kids about it. Mm-hmm. They had an okay time. And, you know, Shio and Subasa are sitting at home cuddling, and it's so cute. Oh, my God. And the two of uh, Sequel and Ray come back. And Subasa says, do you guys have a nice time? And then Ray and Sequel, um, maybe they had an inside joke. Oh, yeah, other. there you go. They were like, oh, yeah, it was okay, except too much bubbly in the bubble tea. <laughs> and ha, 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 ha. Oh, you, card. <laughs> I will destroy you eventually. Uh, not if I destroy you first. Oh. And everyone that guy. laughs, and then <laughs> the fun pop song starts playing for the end credits. And, and everyone starts dancing? No. Like they do not. at the end of every terrace. Yes, at the end they of every terrace. They all have a dance party. Yeah. Time for a dance party. They do. They every terrace house ends with a Dreamworks style dance. Karaoke party. Karaoke in the swamp. Yeah. Karaoke in this terrace house. And yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a happy ending after all. The next day, Sequel attacks Tokyo, and Ray violently rips its eyeball out from its head. Uh-huh. And and Sequel says. Uh, nothing personal. Yeah. I don't hold this against you. And uh, Ava Zero takes a big chomp cool. out of the eyeball. Nice. And it's very cool and violent and a lot of blood. Oh, yeah. And it rules. Would you like to do some sandwich criticism? Does, now, does Terrace House become one single consciousness eventually? Is that how the end of uh, yes. each of the seasons yeah. finishes? It ends with uh, everyone... Uh, they become, merge consciousnesses. They merge consciousnesses. Uh-huh. Uh, just become a floating ball of energy. Well, no. It's, they become a, a liquid. Uh, uh, they become a sea of, of LCL. Oh. The sea of tranquility. So, at the end of each Terraso season, they merge into a liquid form of LCL. But the ones who are strong enough to emerge and remain human get to move on to the next season. Yeah. And it's actually a competitive reality show. Mm-hmm. Like Survivor. Or Big Brother. Yep. I don't know if that's how Big Brother is. Does Big Brother end with LCL? Do they merge into the merge their consciousness? Yeah, consciousness? I think so. I think so. They also just like bring back favorites. People yeah. that get to move on to new seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like Harris says. Yeah. Surprise guest on the next season? Adam. Gonna Ooh. be making an appearance. Him on his cool cross with the big... uh, Oh, that's Lilith, actually. Oh, is that Lilith? Yeah. Who was Adam, then? I don't know if we ever see Adam. Oh. Maybe Adam also has a big cross. Okay, well. Well. Real freaky looking, though. Real, real freaky looking. Mm -hmm. Lots of drama. Interpersonal Uh, drama. Uh, sandwich criticism. Oh, Polly, you never showed up. 
Polly D shows up at the very end and goes, Hey, let's party! Hey. Shots, 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 shots! Jim Tan Laundry. Uh, Jim Tan Laundry? Yeah, that's what they would say on... on what does that mean? It means they gym? go to the gym, they tan, they and then they do their laundry. <laughs> Everything you need to live a successful and full and happy life. Yes. Wow, how have I never <laughs> heard this mantra before? Now I can apply it to everything in my life. Well, we decided early That's on... What was missing from my life was gym and tanning and doing laundry. Yeah. One thing we didn't like is we didn't bring Polly D into it. Yeah. Two things we liked. So, things I liked was that it was good and it was great. And I loved it. Another thing we liked was... I liked the inter the intermission where they fought the angels. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And a lot, I find we, it seems to be that adventure and like action is a lot easier to make up than that um, just interpersonal, interpersonal drama. drama by like notoriously soft spoken characters. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the my one criticism is I that was really hard. I get no, yeah. it's tough. Ray is a difficult character to work mm-hmm. with. But she's also yeah. our favorite character, so we yeah, had to but, work with her. Yeah, but of with. course, Asuka would have been a lot easier. Yeah, that's true. But, like, we're not mm-hmm. going to hang out with that dirty redhead. <laughs> that slut. <laughs> um, one thing I did like, I liked the sound effects to your fancy angel voice. Oh, yeah. A bit of fancy, yep. VFX. I, I, you know... Did forget to do it a couple times, but hey. <laughs> Understandable, because I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> but it worked pretty well. If you'd like to suggest characters for us, send them on over. Send them on over <laughs> to at gmail.com. Let's do a prompt. Um, what, what was the last character that like really got your... What was a character? Submit a character that you related to. That you, that you were like, to "This is me." In a negative way, in oh, the yeah. way that I relate to Ray. Yeah, really got or to the similar. heart of you. Yeah. Ooh, there I am. That was Pearl. That's the oh yeah. I was like, oh my god. Pearl my and Ray are those two for yeah. me. Where it's like, man, I am those two characters, and it's <laughs> not good. Yeah. Uh, thanks to the band known as the band known as Sea Water Bliss. For the use of their song theme from Teen Wolf 2 as our intro and outro. And remember, when in doubt, just AU that garbage. I throw them on the AUV. Yeah, it's Teen.